0: the I Make a Difference podcast, an adventure of exploration of your human self, the conditioned and unhealed parts of you, and your true self, the natural, real, and powerful you. A pathway where you unravel, heal, and uncover on your journey back to you. Have you experienced situations with other people where you've walked away going, why am I the one that is doing all the work and all the giving in this relationship? And you look at the reality of what's going on and the dynamic with your relationship with that person and you go, do they actually even care? Do they value what I do? And do they even appreciate it? Let alone, do they even want me to be doing what I'm doing? And that's a very valid question. Because there are probably people in your life whom you feel responsible for, and that you believe you have to do things to support them, to help them, and so that they are okay. Whether you're doing it for them emotionally, physically, financially, or in practical ways, or even in all of those ways, it may be that you check in with them regularly to see if they're okay. You may buffer them from issues that they are experiencing you may even sort out their problems for them. And what you're doing is fulfilling responsibilities that are theirs to fulfill. You are being over-responsible. And it's something that for years and years and years and years and years and years years I did this. And there are still times and there are still certain people in my life that I'm still working through releasing my over-responsibility for them. Because we're not here to parent adults. Adults parent children. They're not here to parent each other. I'm your host, Melinda Cates, and for each of the I Make a Difference episodes, I explore aspects of our human experience. Areas that, through our human journey, we have become conditioned in, and where we have patterns of ways that we think and behave and how we see things that are keeping us separated from who we truly are. Areas within us that require unraveling and unlearning, and the areas that also require healing, all part of our journey and adventure as we travel back to our true self, or as I call it, our soul self. Do subscribe to the I Make a Difference podcast and come travel with me on each adventure and each episode as we journey through all of those aspects of ourselves that require our attention, require our acceptance, require our love, in order for us to be able to work with them so that we can dilute the impact they have and keeping us separated from who we truly are. In this episode, we're exploring over-responsibility. A process that many of us experience, and we can often see it in the guise of caring and even giving. But it really is actually us taking on board other people's responsibilities and fulfilling it for them. And there's impacts both to us and them as a result of that. We're going to explore what actually is over-responsibility, And how we become conditioned to be over responsible because yes we do learn it. And I'm going to give you some key tips for recognizing what you are responsible for and what and whom you're not responsible for. I know I've even got a special gift for you at the end of this episode. There are those of us that are responsible who take responsibility and we also fulfill our responsibilities. Then there are those of us who do not take responsibility, and the responsibilities that we do have, we don't fulfill. And whether that's because of its avoidance, denial, lack of awareness, and even they may not know how to actually take responsibility and how to fulfill it. Then there are those of us that take responsibility for other people, and we take on board and fulfill their responsibilities for them. And there are those of us who want others to take responsibility for us and to take on board our responsibilities and to fulfill those responsibilities for them. And the question I have for you is, which of these responsibility or lack of responsibility levels are applicable to you? And it could even be all four of them. Because depending on the person, depending on your level of emotional attachment to them, and how much you identify with them and what they're going through, let alone how needy you may be of them. Because yes, emotional attachment to someone and feeling responsible or connected to them because you want to make them happy or they make you happy is something we all experience. Yes, we can have varying levels of overresponsibility, responsibility responsibility, and even a lack of responsibility operating in our lives. And it can vary depending on the task and the people we are around and the people we feel responsible for. So what is over-responsibility? Let's clarify what we actually mean by this. It is where you hold responsibility for other people's responsibilities. So their emotional well-being, the worries they have, the issues they're experiencing, specific tasks they are to fulfill because it's their responsibility, and it can even be their roles. Whether you fulfill a parent's role or whether you fulfill a role at work that's not actually yours, you may solve their problems for them. You may care for them physically because they're not caring for themselves. You may protect them emotionally From things that might hurt them because they are not stepping up and addressing the situations that they need to address for themselves. You may take responsibility for their emotional well-being and their happiness because they're not taking steps to find happiness in themselves and to create happiness in their own life. You may take responsibility for their financial situation You may give them money, you may bail them out, you may pay for things and you may even care for their children or their grandchildren which you have no direct responsibility for and they haven't actually asked you to support them around. You may do some of their work or some of their job for them because they're not doing it or they're not doing it at the level that is required which could result in impacts on them. You may support working out relationship issues they have with other people and trying to resolve it for them because they're not doing it themselves and it's potentially going to have impacts. You may go out of your way to buy them things, do things, give them things to make them happy. And you might even go and fix situations for them so that they're not impacted by them. And more often than not, in these situations, the person we're being over-responsible for has not asked for our help, let alone even if they want our help. And more often than not, we've not asked them if they need our help, yet again, let alone if they want our help. We will offer or make decisions for them and just do it, so we end up thinking for them. And when you rescue and save someone else and fulfill their responsibilities for them, then you limit and hinder their growth. And we're going to explore that a bit later on in this episode. Because firstly, I want us to get really clear on how do we learn to become over-responsible? How do we become conditioned to actually take on board other people's responsibilities take them away from them, because that's essentially what we're doing, and fulfill them for them. At a very young age, as a child, you will have taken on board adult-type responsibilities well ahead of the time when you were at the age where you would naturally experience the possibility of some of these responsibilities, because some of these responsibilities may never even be yours, because it's not part of your life journey. So you may have been raised in a single parent family and you ended up fulfilling some of the role of the missing parent or even the parent you were with you ended up fulfilling some of their role because of their incapability of being able to do so. And I remember a young man that I worked with who was raised in a single parent family where the parent he was raised with had addiction issues. And so at the age of six, he was actually the one that was feeding and changing the nappies of his younger sister. A responsibility that is not a child's to fulfill. That may be an extreme situation, but it is one that happens. And even where there's not circumstances such as that one, being raised in a single parent family, the child can end up taking care of the adult and how they feel, how they do things for them, And they end up being the one that is the focus of all of the love that gets given to this parent so that the parent doesn't feel lacking in any way. That's a huge burden for a child to carry. It may be that you ended up being parent to your siblings. You ended up being the one caring for them, protecting them, feeding and clothing them, looking after their physical needs and even watching out for them. Or it may be a situation where as a child you were required to work at a young age to help the family out in the business or to help them out financially and even you may have been required to work at a young age to provide for yourself because you weren't provided for. I took responsibility at a young age when I stepped in to protect my mother from my father and that was physically and emotionally. Why? Because I believed I was stronger than her. So I took responsibility for my mum's emotional well-being and her happiness. And that became an ingrained pattern that affected so many of my relationships. It may also be that no one was there to look after and protect you. So you give to others what you did not receive because you don't want them to feel what you felt. There are also situations that can seem so insignificant that set up patterns of responsibility. I remember having to rescue my brother who locked himself in my grandparents' toilet. And he would have been about three and I would have been about five. And I was the one that had to rescue him because I was the only one that was small enough to climb through the window. And that began a pattern of wanting to rescue and protect my brother from harm and from any pain he may go through. And then that was compounded by when the two of us were in hospital together at the same time around a similar age. And my brother threw all of his toys out of the cot. And the nurse blamed me. And she told me I was responsible for him and that I needed to keep an eye on him and make sure he didn't throw the toys out of his cot or otherwise I would be in trouble. A responsibility from a nurse, which was actually her responsibility, was placed on me at the age of five. I then remember a camp that my brother and I went to a year or so later, and how he was judged and mistreated by one of the camp coaches, I'm not quite sure what their title was, and here I was at six years old, or seven years old, fiercely protecting my brother. So there can be some glaringly obvious situations that happen that result in you becoming over responsible and protective and wanting to save and rescue and liberate people from what they're experiencing or defend them or safeguard them, look after them, insulate them and shield them from the pain and hurt that they are eventually going to have to experience anyway because we're limiting and hindering their growth because it's part of their journey to go through that process. And in the meantime, what do we do to ourselves? We end up carrying a burden that is not ours to carry. We end up being the one that gets blamed, that gets made wrong, that gets told off, that ends up experiencing the consequences of someone else's actions, choices and responsibilities. I know I even rescued an ex from a financial situation. I rescued him and I rescued his mother. His mother had invested in what he'd done and she was vulnerable because it was her house she'd mortgaged. So I took over the responsibility for the financial situation to protect her so that she was safe and secure in her older age. And to protect him at a level as well from feeling any guilt about impacting his mother. And what happened? His business closed. I was left with the debt. He paid just a tiny fraction of it, like about probably not even 1% of it. And I was left with the outcome of the unfulfilled responsibilities and my over responsibility. Over responsibility is so powerful. And it's asking yourself, Why do I need to rescue? And I know for me, it's been driven by my neediness to feel of value, but even more so, to be important to the people I was rescuing. And why would I be needy to be important to them? Because I wasn't feeling important to them. So I was trying to create some level of importance, but it wasn't real. It was at my expense, and it hurt me in the end. Because when I stopped being over-responsible for them, I really got to see that it was a one-sided relationship. And I was the one doing all the giving, and I wasn't being given to. Also, why do we rescue? Because we identify with what the person is experiencing. Because we've been there and felt it ourselves, and we've been through it ourselves. And we don't want them to feel the emotions we've felt. Because we know what it feels like to be in the situation that we're in. So we're protecting them from experiencing those emotions. But who are we actually trying to protect? Ourselves. We also rescue because we're scared of losing the person from our life. So we set up a level of codependency in the relationship. If we're giving to them, if they're reliant on us through us fulfilling their responsibilities, through them being dependent on us, then they're not going to leave us. And how sad is that? And we also rescue them because they're not capable of helping themselves, or we believe they're not capable of helping themselves. We rescue them because we don't want them to. Hurt as a result of people laughing at them and judging them behind their back. We don't want them to also feel humiliation and embarrassment at feeling like they've failed. We're rescuing them from their own emotional experiences and processing and their own learnings and growth that they're meant to go through. And who are we that we believe? that they need saving, let alone that we can save them. And why do people allow us to rescue them? Well, they need to feel important. They need to feel comfort. They need to feel loved. They need to feel safe and secure. It may be that they're in trouble and they don't want to face that. Maybe they can't fight their own battles or they don't know how to. Maybe they don't want to be blamed for what they've done. Maybe they don't know how to do it and they don't know how to ask for the help that they require. And maybe, like we were conditioned to be over-responsible, they were potentially conditioned to not take responsibility. Because people like myself and those of us that are over-responsible have always been there and done it for them. So they've never had to step up and take responsibility for themselves. And baseline, why do people allow you to rescue and save them and take responsibility for them? They don't want to admit and to face their vulnerability and their truth and their responsibility. They don't want to admit and face the guilt and the emotions they have within them about themselves. But as I said, when you rescue and save someone and fulfill their responsibility for them, you limit and hinder their growth. You interfere with the person's journey and their natural process of learning, of experiencing and growing. They don't have to face the situation they're experiencing. And this means they do not have to face themselves, their truths and their responsibilities. And the things they are to learn, the areas they are to grow and develop in, are postponed because it is part of their journey to face these things. And all you're doing is delaying the time of when they do that and the impacts of it as well. You prolong their growth and learning process. And in the moment as you're taking responsibility for them, you're squashing and limiting and hindering them rather than supporting their growth and independence. And we know what happens as a result of all of that is they then can resent you. They can keep doing the same thing and making the same choices, which ends up resulting in the same outcomes that they keep experiencing. They can end up dependent on you. They can experience relief that they can continue to hide. They can very easily blame you because you are at fault there because you took responsibility they can feel suffocated by you, they can lose confidence in themselves, they struggle to make their own decisions, and we can contribute to their lack of self-worth. Yes, where they don't feel good enough. So what and whom are you actually responsible for? You're responsible for yourself, your choices, and where you ask or offer to fulfill a responsibility and another person accepts that or where someone asks you to fulfill a responsibility, and you accept it, then those are the choices that you make to fulfill as far as responsibilities go. You are not responsible for any adult's emotional well-being, unless you have gone out to actually purposely and intentionally do something to them that impacts their self-worth and their emotional state, and that has an unclean intention behind it, which is to trigger a reaction and to actually hurt them in some way. Then you are responsible for how they feel. But if someone else has impacted the individual, why are you sitting there feeling guilty for what they're feeling? You didn't do it to them. And this is about you giving that young part of you that grew up so quickly and so early as as a young individual, where you took on board responsibilities, giving them permission to actually let that responsibility go. And to know that when you rescue or take responsibility for someone else, you actually do it for them. You take over. You impose your process on them. You make decisions for them. You influence what happens with the process. And it's far more powerful if you can actually support them, coach them or facilitate them and assist them rather than rescue them. Because when you facilitate and assist them and coach them and support them to take responsibility for themselves and to fulfill their own responsibilities, they do it for themselves. They grow, they evolve and they become even more empowered and more independent. But that support that coaching and facilitating and assistance can only happen if the person asks you for help or you offer and they accept your help. Because then there is a consciously agreed to process around responsibility. And the responsibilities become clearer and the accountability for the outcomes becomes clearer as well. So the key is to stop and ask yourself, Is this my responsibility or not? And to also ask, who is responsible for this? And where it's not your responsibility and it's the responsibility of someone else, then do not act. Do not take it on board. You can offer to support them like I do many times. And unless someone actually says yes and comes to me and says, I would like to do that or I'd like you to help me with, I now, and there are times I still feel needy and want to jump in there, I now leave it alone, stay open to the possibility that they may want my support, and I come back and focus on what I am to focus on that is my responsibility. Over-responsibility is a process that takes time to be able to unlearn and uncondition yourself with. And often the best place to start is with people that you are the least emotionally attached to. Because letting go of the responsibilities and seeing what unfolds for them and walking beside them rather than doing it for them will be less impacting emotionally. The people who have the greatest emotional attachment to are often the ones that we find the hardest to let go of responsibility for. But the more you do it, the more you will feel freer, the more powerful you will be and being able to support them. Support them if they choose to, and they ask to, or they accept your offer. Support them in their growth and their development. I said I had a special gift for you. Well, there is a link below where you can access your over-responsibility checklist. Go and check it out. It's an opportunity for you to identify some of the things you might do where you are over responsible and you take responsibility for other people and fulfill their responsibilities. And for the particular areas that you recognize you actually do, who is the person or who are the people that you take responsibility for? And there's a couple of key tips and questions to ask yourself for clarifying what is your responsibility. Don't forget to subscribe and also Download that free checklist and take the steps to grow your awareness around your over-responsibility. Keep coming back to that young part of you that got conditioned at an early stage and keep supporting him or her to release that responsibility from that age and that they have done everything that they can to help others. Now it's about supporting them in a different way if they choose to receive your support and it's about taking care of and taking responsibility for yourself. May you make even more of a difference with freeing yourself of burdens and processes that aren't yours to carry. Until our next episode.